Welcome to the Ahavei Torah, Har Lebanon, Daf Yomi, Shi'ur. We are studying Masechet Barachot, Daf Yudchet. We will begin tonight on Daf Yudzayin Amud Bet with the beginning of the third Perek. Says the Mishnah, Misha Metomu Talifanaf, somebody who's met, which means he's one of his seven relatives, was Niftar, who is Chayav to be Abel for them, Chayav to sit, to Shiva'ah and, and all the Halachot. And now it's Mutalifanaf, this dead person is in front of him and he now has to deal with the burial and etc. So he's patur from Kiryat Shema, he's patur from Tefillah, from Tefillin, and all mitzvot in the Torah, Nosi'ah Mitah, those who are carrying the coffin, the uh, the met, at the funeral, so Vechalufehen, and those who switch off with them, meaning that everybody wanted to get a turn to carry, so they were the people who were carrying, people who would switch to carry, and those who were going to switch the second, they're, they're two steps away. Like So there's people who are in front of the, the bed, meaning they're the people who are going to be carrying or they're coming up to them to carry. There's people, there's people who are behind the bed, meaning they already carried. There are those who are lefneamita. So those who are those who you didn't reach them yet, so if there's a need for them, so peturim, then being that they needed, so they're patur. However, those who are behind, they already carried, so even if they needed to continue carrying, they are still chayav in the tefillah. They're still chayav in, um, they're still chayav in, we're going to see what, chayav in kiryat shema. But as she explains that, uh, since they're already yotzeh, they're yodeh towards the met, so therefore, they have a chiyuv towards Kiryat Shema. However, both these categories, both people, peturim in tefillah, the patur from prayers. Kadvru et hamet. Now they buried the met. So once they buried him, vechazru, and they came back. So now, im yecholin hatchil veligmo, they used to make a line in order to offer condolences to those who were, those who were abel. So im yecholin hatchil veligmo, actually agio leshura, so if the guy could begin and get to a certain point, we'll see exactly what point it is in Shema, before they reach his row. Right? So, Yadchilu, he should start. And if not, Yadchilu, he shouldn't even begin. Hamdim Bashura, those who are standing in the row, after they already returned from the cemetery, and now they're going to be Menachem Avil. So if you're standing in the row to offer the Abelim condolences, so Hapenimim, those who are closest up front, right in front of the Abelim, so Peturim, they are Patur, however, Vahachitonim, those who are a little farther back, and they're not, so to speak, right in front of the Abel, they are still going to be Chayav in Kiryat Shema. Let's see, the Gemara explains like this. In, lo. Says, Let's analyze the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, So that guy is patur, we said, from Kiryat Shema, from Tefillah, from Tefillin, from all mitzvot. It's mashma, only if the met is mutalifanav. So that means if I'm in a room and the met's in the room, and it's, so to speak, a person's relative, so he's patur. But if he's not there, let's say he's in a different house or in a different building or something like that, so it's mashma from the Mishnah that that person is still chayav. So mutalifanav, if it's in front of you, in, that's when you have the patur. But if it's not in front of you, so even though the person's still his relative, however, law, he would not be patur from the patur. Udemini, whatever stira, there's a beraita. Mishnah that says, but I tell it says, I think, somebody whose dead relative is in front of him. So it says in the Beraita like this, 
What does he do? He eats. He, he can't eat in front of the Met. He's not allowed to eat there. So therefore, he goes to a different house, away from the Met, and he eats over there. If he doesn't have another place to go, so he goes to his friend's house. He doesn't even have a friend to eat by. So he makes a partition between him and the and the dead body. He doesn't have what to make a partition between him and the met. So he turns his face, turns around, not facing towards the met, and he eats. He may not recline when he's eating. I mean, they used to eat when they were reclined on their left side, so he can't do that. He can't eat meat. He cannot drink wine. He doesn't make the beracha of hamotzi. He doesn't make berkat amazon when he's done eating. Tafyud chet amud aleph on top. Nobody says the beracha for him of hamotzi. And being he doesn't say berkat amazon, you can't make zimun with him. Upatur mina kiriyat shema, umina tefila, umina tefilin, he's patur from kiriyat shema, from tefila, from tefilin, umikol mitzvota amurot ba Torah. Uba Shabbat, however, if it's Shabbat, mesab veochel, he lies, so to speak, he can eat regular and lie down, and he can eat, by veochel basad, he can eat meat, beshutay yain, he's out to drink wine, umevarech, he makes hamotzi, umezamen, and berkat amazon, umevarechin alav, someone else can make a berach of him, umezamnin alav, and he can make zimun. If the meat on Shabbat? Yeah, Shabbat, so to speak, breaks it. According to this beraita, Shabbat breaks it, and therefore on Shabbat, he keeps all the mitzvot. Well, let's see. We're going to see now what we're talking about. So says the Gemara. Yeah, the Magama might search. Let's see. Says the Gemara, "Vechayav and on Shabbat he's chayav bechol mitzvot amurot b'Torah in all the mitzvot in the Torah." Rashbag Omer. Rashbag says, "Mitoch shenit chayav ba'elu on Shabbat, being that he's chayav in all these mitzvot, so nit chayav bekulan. He becomes chayav in every mitzvah." So the Gemara asked, "Amar Rabbi Yochanan." Rabbi Yochanan said, "My benayhu." What's the difference in the two opinions? The first opinion, Tanakh Kamara said, you chayab in everything on Shabbat. Rabban Shavon Gamez said, since you chayab in everything, you chayab in everything. So, what was he coming to add? The difference between them is the chayuv of onah, a person's chayuv to be with his wife. Uh, so, on Shabbat, does he have that chayuv onah? Kon Tanakh Kamara, he doesn't. However, Kon Tanakh Shimon, Ben Gamliel, being that he's chayab in all mitzvot, this mitzvah as well, he would be chayavin. Continues the Gemara, now the question that we were talking about. Katani mihat, however, it, it said in this beraita, patud mikiryat shema, umina tefila, umina tefilin, umikol mitzvot amurot batara. We said that the person, if it's not Shabbat, he's patud from all the mitzvot. And over here in this beraita, it didn't say that, it, it didn't say that a person's only in front of him. Why? Because it said, if he has a house, he goes to his other house. If he has a friend, he goes to his friend. So you see, even if you're in different places, when you're not in front of the met, you're still patur. So how come in our Mishnah it said, only if the met is right in front of you. Seemingly from here, even if the met's not in front of you, you'd still be patur. No, this beraita, that part of being patur from all the mitzvot is only going on the case where the guy didn't have anywhere to go, so he turned around. When you turn around and you eat without facing the mat, then since the mat's right in front of you, he's right behind your back. So therefore, you're patur from all the mitzvot. But otherwise, it has to really be in front of you. That's so far what the Gemara says. 
Rab says no. Because even though he's not in front of the net, but since he has responsibility to make sure it gets buried, so that's as if the met is sitting right in front of him wherever he goes. Like we see from the Pesukim, it says, In one Pesuk it says, Abraham got up from in front of his met, which was Sarah, his wife. He got up from in front of her. So that would mean that after that Pesuk, he's no longer in front of Sarah. And then it says a few Pesukim later, And I will bury my deceased wife from in front of me. And he wasn't in front of her at that point. So therefore you see, Any time that it's the responsibility on him to bury that person, It's as if it's sitting right in front of him. I'm sorry, Dami. It's as if it's sitting right in front of him. And therefore, according to this answer, when the Mishnah said, it doesn't mean only if it's right in front of him. It means anyone who's going to be Chayav now to be Osek in the burial. So wherever he may be, being that he has this responsibility on him, he's patud from the mitzvot. Continues the Gemara, another diuk in our Mishnah. It says, Meto'in. It's Ma'ash from our Mishnah. It said, So that would mean only if it's his so to speak, dead relative. About Meshamero lo. If he's just watching the body, not, right, and with, with his halakha, that a person has to be, you can't leave a dead body alone. You have to be Shomer. And one of the reasons why Shomer is because we don't want a rat or an animal to come and eat the corpse or bite at it or etc. It's a bizayon amet. Therefore, we make someone stay with the, with the body and watch it. So it's mashma that that guy who's watching, he's chayav in all the mitzvah. Only the guy who it's his relative is patur. Says the Gemara, how could that be though? The Hatanya is a Beraita which teaches. One who is Meshamer, he's watching a dead body. Even though it's not his own personal relative, patur, he's still patur. He's patur from everything. So you see, even if you're just watching, you're still patur. Says the Gemara, so when it says, you're right, we learned from our Mishnah was teaching us that even if it's your met, but this person is not watching it, he's somewhere else, he also patut. And this Beraita was teaching me, if you're watching the met, even if it's not your met, you're also patut. Says the Gemara, So that means, if either it's his relative, and he's not watching it, or if he's watching the body, but it's not his relative, so then he's patur. Someone who's walking through a cemetery, lo, he's still chayab in all the mitzvot. There's a beraita which says, A person should not walk through a cemetery. When he has tefillin on his head. And he's holding a sefer Torah and he's learning. If a person does so, He's over on a pasuk, on a nisur, pasuk mishle says, Lo'eg larash, someone who mocks the rash is someone who's poor, like a, someone who's a, not, he's like destitute, he's a poor, poor person. So, osehu, you are cursing the one who made him. Which means, if you're laughing at this guy, so who made him? Hashem made him. So if you're laughing at him, it's like you're cursing Hashem. So therefore, a person can't do mitzvot, we're going to see, you can't do mitzvot in front of dead people. Why? Because they're dead. So they can't do mitzvot anymore. So therefore, it's like you're making fun of them if you do a mitzvah in front of them. 
So therefore, this guy who's walking in the cemetery, he can't go with tefillin. He can't do it. Why? Because he's—it's like he's making fun of the dead people. And there's nothing different than having responsibility. Oh, sorry. So the Gemara is asking. It sounds like that the guy who walks in the cemetery because of this, he's patur from mitzvot because of this inyan. So the Gemara, no, hatam toch arba amotu de asud. Over there, when you're walking in a cemetery, it's only if you're within dalad amot of the met. Chutz la arba amot, but if a person's outside of dalad amot, hayav. He's still going to be hayav. The Amar Mor, because we have a statement which Mor said, met a dead person, tofes dalad amot le kiryat shema. He's able to hold his dalad amot for kiryat shema, meaning anyone who comes within his dalad amot is patu from kiryat shema. Hacha over here, but in our case, chutz la dalad amot nami patu. If it's his met or he's watching it, so even if he's not within dalad amot, he's still going to be patu from. Kiryat Shema. Continues the Gemara. We are now holding by the two dots, two lines up from where it gets wide. Daf Yudchet Amud Aleph. Says the Gemara Gufa. Let's analyze this previous statement which we said in the Beraita. We said Hameshameret Hamet. Someone who's watching a body, Afal Pishe Eno Meto, even though it's not his own personal relative, Patum Nekiryat Shema, Umina Tefila, Umina Tefilin, Umikol Mitzvot Amurah Baturah. He's patur from all the Mitzvot. Says the Gemara Hayu Shnayim. What if there's two watchers? Zemeshamer. So they take turns. One guy watches, the other guy prays, then the other guy watches, and the first guy goes and prays. Ben Azai Omer, Ben Azai says, If they're traveling on a boat, Ben Azai says, they can leave the body in one corner of the boat, and they can both go pray in a different corner of the boat. So what's the difference in these two opinions? Hence the Gemara, Amar Ravina, Ravina explains, The difference between them is, Are we Choshesh for rats when you're on a boat? Mar Savar Chayshinan, Tanakama was Choshesh. And therefore Tanakama held even on the boat, you only you have to leave one person watching and one person praying. And then you switch. However, Mar Savar, Ben Azai, held Lo Chayshinan. We're not worried on a boat for rats, only in a, on land. So when you're on a boat, you can both leave him and pray, and then you can both come back after that. Continues the Gemara from the two dots. Uh, four lines from where it gets, four lines down from where it gets what? Tenura banan. Hamulich atzamotim akum nakum. Someone who is moving bones or remains of a person from place to place. He should not put the bones or the remains of the person into like a leather bag, so to speak, and then put them on the donkey and sit on top of them. Because if he does that, he's... Showing a bizayon, being disgraceful towards the remains. However, if he fears because of goyim, or because of bandits, mutar, then he's allowed to even sit on it. In the same way, the rabbi said this halacha regarding the remains of a person. They said the same halacha for a sefer Torah. Which halacha did they say for the sefer Torah? If it's talking about the first part, that you shouldn't sit on a Sefer Torah when you're traveling, pshita, of course you can't sit on a Sefer Torah. Sefer Torah is holy, it's kadosh, and that's a bizayon to sit on it. It says, Is the Sefer Torah worse than the guy's remains? So for sure you can't sit on it. Ela says the Gemara, what was it going on? Asefa. That if you're worried about goyim or bandits, you're even allowed to sit on the Sefer Torah in order to be able to keep it safe. Now, there is, I think, a machloket about this if... Uh, if this is the way that want to learn the Gemara, or there's a little bit of a different explanation. However, uh, the explanation that we give is the explanation of Rashi. 
And that's why we went with this explanation. Okay, continues the Gemara from the two dots, right in the middle of, of the wide lines. Anyone who sees a dead person, and he doesn't accompany him, he doesn't walk with him, he's over on the Pasuk of that he's laughing, he's making fun of the poor person, and it's as if he cursed out the Creator. And if he walks with him, and he's Melaveh, what's his reward? On him it says in the Pasuk, Someone who's gracious to a poor person, it's as if he lent something to Hashem. Someone who's mechabed that person, like a, a, so to speak, I'm, I'm sorry, and someone who it's honorary to Hashem, so to speak, when a person is gracious towards someone less fortunate. So now part of the Inyan of Yehada explain it is that the Inyan of, of, of not being melaved met, why it's considered is because he's considered like he's making fun of him in a way that, uh, being that he can't pay him back. This guy's dead. So what's he going to do for me? So if I do chesed for him, he'll never help me. He'll never, I'll never get anything in return from him. So therefore it's as if he's saying, I don't believe that Hashem will, will return my, my sechad for this. Therefore it's considered like he's cursing Hashem. Continues the Gemara from the two dots. Uh, about, I would say, one, eight lines from the bottom. Rabbi Chaya, Rabbi Yonatan. They were one time walking through a graveyard. And Rabbi Onatan was wearing tzitzit. And his tzitzit, the strings, were dragging on the graves. So Rabbi Chaya told him, Lift up your tzitzit. So that the dead people don't say about us, Tomorrow he's going to be coming where we are. He's cursing us like he's trying to make us jealous. He could do mitzvot and we can't. So Yonatan told him, Do dead people really know so much? They, they don't know what's going on. They're dead. It says, The dead people, They don't know anything. So Rabbi Chaya told him, If you read the Pasuk once, you, really, you should have read it. You didn't read it twice. If you read it twice, you didn't read it three times. If you read it three times, no one explained to you what it means. The Pasuk means like this. The beginning of the Pasuk starts and it says, Because the people who are living, they know they will die. What does that mean? So said Rabbi Chaya, it means like this. This refers to the Tzadikim. That in their death, they're called alive. So now the Gemara is saying that the Sadiqim, the people who live even in their death, they know they'll die, and therefore they spend their lives preparing for this time of death. Now the Gemara is going to go a little on a tangent just to prove this point that people who are Sadiqim are called alive even when they're dead. Shneemat, Swasuk teaches us, Ubnayahu ben Yehoyada ben Ishai, Rav Pe'alim Mikabse'el. So we'll explain. It's a pasuk. Pasuk says Shemuel, Ubenayahu. He was a person. He was named Benayahu, Ben Yehoyada. He was the son of a man named Yehoyada, and Yehoyada was Ben Ishai, meaning he was the so to speak. Benayahu was the son of Yehoyada, who was meaning Benayahu was also the son of a living man, Rav Pe'alim, someone who did a lot. Mikabsel from a place called Kabsel, who he and he. Hit, so to speak, he killed at Shene Ariel Moab, two generals of the of the Moab people. Huyarad and he went down. And he killed the lion in the pit on the day of snow. 
Turning the page, the Pudchay Damud Bet. The Pudchay Damud Bet says the Gemara on top. Ben Ishchai. What does that mean that he was Ben Ishchai? He was the son of a living man. Everyone else in the world is the son of dead people. He was the son of a live man. Because since his father, Yehoyada, was a tzaddik, even in his death, he was called alive. Rav Pe'alim. What does it mean that he was Rav Pe'alim? Refers to, I think, the father. Um, and what does it mean? He was Rav Pe'alim Mikabseel. He did a lot for the Torah. And he amassed a lot of different doings and things for Torah. He hit the two generals of Moab. So the Gemara here says that this really refers to Shnari El Moab is not two generals of Moab. It refers to the Beit HaMikdash. Because Moab refers to, to speak David HaMelech whose ancestors, root, they came from Moab. So therefore it calls Shnari El, the two like generals, refers to the two Beit HaMikdash. So Shnari El Moab means the Beit HaMikdash. He was so great that he didn't leave anybody in the time of the two Beit HaMikdashes who was like him. There was no one like him. There was no one as great as him. And it says, He went down into the pit and he killed the lion. What does that mean? Some say that Some say that one time when he was Tameh, he wanted to learn Torah. So he went and the water in the Megver, so to speak, it froze. So he broke the ice and he went in and he dipped. And so to speak, he killed the lion, which is the, uh, I think it's the Yetzir Hara, but I'm not sure how they refer to the lion. Some say, the reason why we say this about is, On a winter day, so to speak, a short day, he was able to learn the entire Sifra de Berav, which is the Torah Kohanim, which is a very, very difficult book of, of Beraitot, which we have, of course. Um, it's called Sifra, and he, uh, Torah Kohanim, it's called, and he, uh, he went and he learned this Sefer, the whole thing, on a winter day. Kilo, a very short day. That's how great he was in Torah. Now it says, Vehametim continues the original Pasuk we started with. And the Gemara says, the Pasuk ends off, Vehametim enam yudaim me'uma. The dead people know nothing. So again, don't forget, the first rabbi, Rabbi Yonatan, he thought this Pasuk meant people who are dead don't know what's going on. Rabbi Chaya is telling him that's not what it means. It means, Elu Reshaim, this refers to the Shaim. Shebechayehen keruim metim. In their lives, they're called dead people. Shene'emar, it says in the Pasuk, Ve'ata halal rasha. And you, the corpse of the evil man, meaning he was calling the rasha like a dead person. Nesi Israel. He was talking to someone and he was telling him, You are the Nasi, you're the prince of Israel. But he told him, It's like you're dead because he was a rasha. Another proof that the Rasha'im are called dead is Mehacha from here. It says, Al pi shenaim aidim, right? O shelosha aidim, you mat hamet. It says, Two aidim, what You kill, kill who? Kill the dead guy. It says, What do you mean? He's alive. They didn't kill him yet. Ela hamet me'aikara. Since he was someone who was hayab mita based on the halachot, so that means he's a Rasha'. So therefore, he's considered like he was dead from the onset. And therefore we call him that. And therefore he was telling him, the Pasuk doesn't mean that the dead people don't know what's going on. Pasuk means people who are Rishayim, in their lives, it's like they're dead. They live like they're dead. Now Rishayim, those who are evil, those who are dead, they don't know anything. Which means the Rishayim, they don't know anything, they don't prepare anything for the next world. Continues the Gemara. Some very interesting agat that we're going to do now. The two dots we're starting from, the first wide, first wide line from the top, the, the middle-sized lines, says, 
the sons of Rabbi Chaya nafuk lekiriyata. So they went out to the countryside or, or whatever it was. Uh, they went out to work, to work basically on different irushas uh, that they had from their father or whatever it was. Says the Gemara, ayakur lehu halmudaihu. So it says they forgot some of their learning. So havu kamet sa'are They were very troubled and they were trying to remember what they uh, learned. So Amar le had the chabre. So one of the kids said to another one, Yada avun behayt sa'ara. Does our father, Rabbi Chaya, who was dead at the time, does he know of our troubles? Does he know how much pain we're in because of this? So Amar le idach. The other one said, Menayada. How's he going to know? Ha'ketim. It says in the pasuk, Yichbedu banav velo yada. His sons will be honored and he won't know. So you see, dead people don't know what's going on in the world. So how would he know that we're troubled over forgetting our learning? So Amar le'idach, so the other one told him, he doesn't know. The Pasuk says, It says, His flesh, his flesh, on him it will pain, and his soul, on him it will mourn. So you see that the dead person feels pain. He's, he's in pain, the guy. Amad Abitzhak explains, what does this Pasuk mean that he feels pain? The worms to a dead person are so, they hurt so much. It feels like a needle in a live person. So you see the Amli, so what, what do they say from here? You see, therefore you see, they do feel pain. So maybe he knows our pain that we forgot our learning. Says the Gemara Amri, they said, no, no, it's not a proof. Dead people know their own pain. When they get a worm, so they feel their own pain. But in the pain of others, they don't know. I want to say over here a little bit of a chidush. They, 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 they feel pain in their body, but they don't know of other people's pains. The, the they, they, they when the worm comes to eat them, he eats his skin, he feels it like a needle, like a shot. But I want to tell you an interesting chidush over here. The Gemara is saying that the dead person only feels his own pain. But the live person, he feels other people's pain too. So what does that mean? That means that life, the purpose of life, living is to be able to feel for other people, to help other people. The whole purpose in life, the whole difference between us and dead people, is they only feel their own pain. But we feel people for other, we feel pain for other people. If it's they feel the pain after they... If a person is a and there's no worms, so then there's no pain. But if there's worms, that he feels it. Madame Utsadik, it could be that maybe there's going to be no worms. But if there's worms, that he feels it. Says the Gemara, Velo, they don't feel the pain of other people. They, they don't know what's going on. The Hatanyal is a story. A Beraita teaches. You ready for this? Ma'ase. This is very, the Gemara is going to get very uh, interesting. Ma'ase behasid There was once a guy, he was a Hasid. Shenatan dinar le'ani ba'erev Rosh Hashanah b'shneh batzoret. That it was a famine. Everyone didn't have food. And on Erev Rosh Hashanah, he took money and he gave it to a poor guy. Poor guy didn't have money. He gave him the money. V'hiknitato ishto. When he went home, his wife said, you gave the money away? We don't have any money. She got upset at him. So he didn't sleep on the couch. He got kicked out of the house. Where did he go? So he went to go sleep. Where? In the cemetery. So now he went to sleep in the cemetery. It's Rosh Hashanah. The night of Rosh Hashanah. And he heard two souls. So she explains these were two young girls who had passed away. And he heard them, they were talking to one another. So one of them said to the other soul, Haberti, my friend, 
ונשמע מאחורי הפרגוד מה פורענות בא לעולם. Come, let's travel in the world, let's go around, and we'll hear from behind the curtain what bad things are going to happen to the world this year. So Amra Lachabirta, the friend told her, אני יכולה, I can't come with you. שאני קבורה במחצלת של קנים. Because when my parents buried me, they didn't have enough money, so they buried me in not such a mechubad shrouds. She had like a, 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 made of reeds like, so it wasn't, it was like a, it was like poor. Ela lechiat, you go, umasha'at shoma'at, and when you hear, amreli, you'll come back and you'll tell me what you heard. So halchahi, so she went. Veshata uba'a, she went around and then she came back. Amrala, and she wrote a haberta. So a friend told her, What did you hear from behind the curtain? So Amra Lashi told her, Shamati, I heard like this. Anyone who plants in the first rain of the year, Barad his crop will be destroyed by hail. So if you plant by the first rain in a certain time of the year, the first rain that comes, so then there's going to be a plague of hail and all the crop is going to be destroyed. So now this guy, he heard. So what did he do? So halachu bezara shinya. So he waited the first rain. After that, second rain, then he planted. So now he got saved. Shel kol haolam kulo, the crop of everyone in the world, laka, destroyed. Shelo his, lo laka. So the guy made a lot of money. Next year he said, I'm going to go back there. Good business deal. So he went back. He slept there a second time. ושמה אותן שתי רוחות, you heard the same two souls, שמספרות זו עם זו. Yeah, he went on his own this time. So now he heard the same two souls, again they're talking. ואמרה, so one of them again, אמר אחד אל החברתה, one of them told her friend, בואי ונשות בעולם, come let's go around the world, ונשמע מאחורי הפרגוד, we'll hear from behind the curtain, מה פורענות באה לעולם, what's going to happen to the world this year, what bad thing is going to happen. So אמרה לה חברתי, so אמרה לה שתודו חברתי, my friend, לא ככה אמרתי לך, didn't I tell you, אני יכולה, I can't go, שאני כבורה במחצלת של קלים, I'm buried with reeds, it's very not מכובד, אלא לחייאת, you go. Whatever you hear, boy, come back and you'll tell me. She went around the world, she came back. So a friend told her, What did you hear from behind the curtain? So she told her, I heard, This year, anyone who plants by the second rain, there's going to be a dry wind and it's going to destroy the, the crop. So what did he do? This guy went, he planted in the first rain. Everyone's crop in the world, Nishdaf, got burnt, got, so to speak, ruined by the wind. And his, Lo Nishdaf, again, he made a lot of money. So Amra Lo Ishto, so his wife asked him one day, Mipne Ma Eshtakad, last year, And this year also, meaning last year, hail destroyed everyone except for you. And this year, everyone got destroyed by wind. And you again know. Two. So he said, So he told her everything. The whole story he told her. Amru, they said about the story, It was only a few days after that. There was a fight, an argument between this man's wife, the man who became wealthy, his wife, and the mother of the two girls, one of the girls who died. One of the girls who was talking, her mother and this guy's wife got into an argument. And in the argument, what happened? Amrala. So this 
woman, the wife, told this mother, he told her, come, I'll take you to the cemetery. I'll show you your daughter. You buried her in reeds. You buried her in a very namichubad way. So it says, what happened after that? The third year. So the husband didn't know. He said, let me go again. So he went and he slept in the kibarot. He heard them talking. So she told him, my friend, let's go, we'll go around the world. We'll hear from behind the curtain. So Amra Allah says, the other one's order, Haberti, my friend, Hinihani, leave me. The barim shebeni lebenach, the things that we're speaking about, kevar nishmeu benachayim. The people, the living people, they heard what we're saying. Somebody's listening to us. So let's not talk anymore. So Alma, what do you see? Says the Gemara, Yada'e. They do know what goes on in the world. She knew. She knew what was going on in the world. She said, someone heard us. So therefore, the Gemara is all the way back to the beginning of the question. We said originally that they only feel their own pain, but they don't know about other people. So now, you see that they know. They know what's going on. Says the Gemara, Well, maybe somebody died between the fight and when he went to the Beit HaKibarot. Someone died. And the person who died, who knew about the fight, he told them, somebody told your mother this and this. So that's how she knew. But they really didn't hear. I'm sorry. Someone else died. And he went and he told these two Ruhot what happened. I'll prove to you a different way that they know what goes on. Another story. But I tell like this. So this, this rabbi named Zairi, he had to go to yeshiva to learn. So he wanted to put his money. We're holding now Tashima, uh, four lines from where it gets very wide. Four lines down from where it gets very wide, middle of the line. Tashima. We learned in the Bible like this. The Zairi, the rabbi named Zairi, now he had to go to, to learn. Now when he went to learn, he didn't want to take his money with him. So he went to a certain lady. Could you hold my money for me till I come back? She said, no problem. So Tashima, the Zairi, have him afkidzuze gabe ushpezichte. He went and he put money by a certain woman. Until he went and he came, the Be'er Rab, to the yeshiva, Shechiba. The lady died. So Azal Bat, now he couldn't get his money. He didn't know where she put it. So Azal Bat, so he went after her into the cemetery. Meaning, Chatzar Mavet means the courtyard of death. But it means the cemetery. So Amar Lah, he found her and he told her, Zuzi, Hecha, where's my money? So Amar Lah, she told him, Zil Shaklinu mitute. She told him, go, it's in the, and you can take it from under the, uh, the millstone, in this and this uh, place, I think it means. They say, yeah, the money, she told him where it was. It's over here and here, under the, 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 the peg of the, uh, I'm sorry, the peg of the door, in this and this uh, place. In, in such and such place, like in such and such city or whatever it is. I think it means place. But let's see. So she told him, that, that's where the money is. I told the man, also, could you do me a favor? When you get the money, and tell my mother, and she should send for me my comb and my makeup. So she was dead about okay? It says, Tell her to send it with such and such person who 
who's coming tomorrow. Tomorrow she's going to die. So Alma, what do you see? Yada'e. They know very well what's going on in the world. Because she said, look, someone's going to die. So Mara says, no. Dilma, Dilma, Duma, Kadimu Makhrizu. Maybe there's a, there's a certain angel called Duma, that he's in charge of, so to speak, uh, Metim. He's in charge of the Metim. So maybe he announced it. He said, tomorrow, joining us will be so-and-so. So therefore she knew that person was going. She said, oh, I know that guy. So therefore she told him, tell, that, tell my mother to give that lady something to give to me. Tashimah, okay, I'll bring you another proof, says the Gemara. The Abu Shmuel, the father of Shmuel, have a Yatme. Shmuel's father, the Yatomim, used to all give him their money, and he would he was very trustworthy, he would hold the money for them. So all the Yatim gave him his money. So when Shmuel's father died, Shmuel Gabe. Shmuel wasn't near his father at the time, and therefore he didn't know where the money was now. So so they started calling Shmuel. Bar Achil the son of the guy who stole all the Yatomim's money. So it was like a bizayon. So So he went into the cemetery after his father. So Amalehu, he told all the souls, all the dead people, Ba'ina Abba, I'm looking for Abba. So Amrul, they said to him, Abba Tuba Ikahacha. There's many Abbas here. So Amalehu, Ba'ina Abba Bar Abba. I'm looking for a man named Abba Bar Abba. So Amrulah told him, Abba bar Abba nami tu There's many Abba bar Abbas in this place. Who is talking to? The souls? The souls. The dead people. Kach katuf. Okay, Amar lehu. <laughs> he said to them like this, Ba'ina Abba bar Abba, Abu Hadishmuel. I'm looking for a man named Abba bar Abba, the father of Shemuel. Heicha, where is he? So Amrulah, they told him, Selik le metivta derekiah. He went to the yeshiva shel ma'ala. Meaning he's not here. He went up. He went to the yeshiva. So Adahachi, while he was in the meanwhile talking to them, Haziel Levi. He saw Levi who was a great rabbi from his time. Levi, one of the great rabbis. The Yativ Abarai. He was sitting outside of the yeshiva. So Amad he told him, Amaya Tabta Abarai. Levi, why are you sitting outside? Why didn't you go up to the yeshiva? So Amad Levi told him, the Amreli, because they told me, Kol that for all the years, that I didn't go into the yeshiva while I was alive, I didn't go to the yeshiva of Rabbi and Rabbi Afes, and I caused him discomfort, I caused him, so to speak, pain. Then for all those years, they're not going to let me into the yeshiva. Adahachi vahachi, in the meanwhile, Ata Abuha. Shmuel's father came, came down from the yeshiva to see him. So Chazyeh, Dehave Kabachi veachich. He saw his father was crying and he was laughing. So Amaleh, he told his father, Maita Ama Kabachit, why are you crying? So Amaleh, his father told him, Dele'agel Ka'atit. He told him because, he uh, told Shmuel, soon you're going to die. So he told him, so then why are you laughing? So he told him, meaning, why are you so happy? He says, because in this world, in Olam Haba, you, Shmuel, you're very, very hashuv. Uh, they hold of you very highly. So so he told his father, if they hold of me so highly, so then they should listen to me. So let them put, I say, put Levi into the yeshiva. Something like that. And that's what they did. They put Levi into the yeshiva shirmala. So Amalai, he said to his father, Where's the money of the Yetomim? 
So Amad Leh is father to Zil Shaklinhu. Go take it. It's under the stone of the mill. The money on top and on the bottom is mine and is mine, meaning ours. The middle money, the yatme, is the yatomim. So Amar so Shmuel Why did you do it like that? Why did you put ours on top and bottom and yatomim in the middle? So Amar he told him, I said like this. If someone comes to steal, they'll steal mine. And if the ground eats up, so to speak, the money, it decomposes it. It'll also take mine. And the Yatomim's money is safe. So Alma says, what do you see from here? They know what's going on. He told, he told Shmuel, Shmuel's going to die. So you see, they know what's going on. Someone says, Shani Shemuel. Shemuel was different. Kevan de Hashiv, because in Shmuel was so Hashiv, so Kadmeh they were announcing in Shamaim, Panumakom, make way, make space, Shmuel's coming. So that's how he knew Shmuel was going to die. But on, on the rest of the worldly matters that happened, maybe they have no idea. Says the Gemara, and even Rabbi Yonatan at the end was Hosef from what he said, that he agreed. That the metim do know something about the world to come, uh, about this world. The Amar Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachmeni, Amar Rabbi Yonatan. Because we have a statement from Rabbi Shmuel Bar in the name of Rabbi Yonatan. It's the same Rabbi Yonatan. And what did he say? He said, Minayin la metim shemesaperim zeim zeh. How do we know that the dead people talk to one another? Shneimar. It says in the pasuk, Vayomer Hashem elav. And Hashem told to Moshe Rabbeinu, Zot Haaretz, this is the land, Asher nishbati l'Abraham l'Yitzhakul Yaakob l'Mor. So he told him, this is the land I promised, Abraham l'Yitzhakul Yaakob l'Mor, saying, Esli Gemara, my l'Mor, what do you mean l'Mor, saying? Amar HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem said to Moshe, to Moshe, Lech emor lahem, I want you to go tell, Abraham l'Yitzhakul Yaakob, go tell them, Shibu'a asher nishbati l'Achem, the swear which I swore to you, Kevar kiyamtiha. Tell tell Abraham Avinu and Yitzchak and Yaakov that the swear I made to them, I kept it, <coughs> and I gave kiyamtiha lebnechem. I kept it for your children, and I gave them the land. Dafyu teta mudalef. Continue a few lines. Veisal kadaitach. And if you think the lo that the dead people don't understand anything except for the pain of their own body, so ki amar lehu myhave. So what's it going to help if he tells them? Meaning Moshe can tell them all he wants. They don't understand anything. They're dead. Ela mai must be what? They adae. So must be they know. Simulai says, okay, well if they know, then lama lelemeimarlehu. So if they know, why did Moshe Rabbeinu have to tell them? They know already. Says the Gemara, because Hashem wanted that Abraham, Isaac, and Yaakov should have, so to speak, a hakarata tov for Moshe Rabbeinu for all that he did for Cloud Israel. Baruch Adonai Amen. Amen.